That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Cinemania Live Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, the esteemed, extremely problematic, Anna Louise. <laughs> am I extremely third. problematic? Yes, bro. Why are you always fighting on Twitter, bro? Like, Listen. get out them fights every day. It's <laughs> I never. Don't even- I don't even try to be. It's never anything exciting or happy. It's just like, (laughs) F you. This is why you should go to hell. This is why, like, you know, like, what the hell is going on? Try to be. (laughs) What's going on, Hannah? What's up? Oh, man. Still on vacation. That's the longest vacation I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Having a good old time. I don't know. (laughs) Talking about 30 day vacation. What you talking about? It's 11. Let's calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When do you go back? Monday? Uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Sadly. Um, What? So what happened? You just had too much time? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That happens to me a lot too. I feel you. I feel you. So that means you must have been watching... A lot of stuff. Larry has called it out. He said he's never seen you in a theater this much ever. I and he's happy about it. I am like, surprised it, how how much <laughs> I've been. Because you're seeing shit that I haven't seen. I am not going to go see that Renfield, bro. Sorry. I had a good time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you did. That trailer. I I did not like the trailer at all. I hate the trailer. See, I like the trailer. Man, so. so I'm like, bro. And I think it's a weird time for a Dracula movie. It I know you don't want to put things like I know you don't want to put things in a box, but what are we what are we why is it sunny out and there's a Dracula movie out? Yeah. What are we doing? It was like 85 degrees yesterday. Talk about <laughs> some let's go see a Dracula movie in this dark ass. I don't know. It just didn't fit for me. But. The marketing has been weird to me yeah, because yeah. From the trailer, I thought this was going to be, like, PG-13, like, comedy. Is it R-rated? I didn't even know that. It's R-rated. I didn't know that either. And so I went into the movie, and I was expecting, like, PG-13, like, silly little, ooh. Um, and the movie is that, but it's very R-rated. And, it like, mm-hmm. the, the rating says some gore. No, like, it's disgusting. The movie is beyond i'm like, saving i'm saving my disgusting platter for next week with evil dead rise yeah i don't so. i think evil dead rise is probably gonna take the cake but oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, it's gonna be worse. It's gonna yeah be absolutely worse. um uh, but as of right now i was like <laughs> my, my tummy felt a little <laughs> and here and here i am i'm over here talking about oh why are you putting dracula but the next week I'm going to go see Evil Dead Rise. I think it's a difference. <laughs> I think like, I don't know. I think Evil Dead Rise, I mean, I could use, I think Evil Dead Rise feels more like summer, but this Renfield just feels straight out of October. Like, I know Nicolas Cage as a vampire. I mean, come on now. What are we doing? Yeah. And he's, he's hardly in the movie. I heard. Man, I'm just not. Yeah. You know, I, after my, after I my little ben break. Schwartz has more screen time than Nicolas <laughs> After my little break last a couple of weeks ago again i've just been in the mood where like you don't have to see everything like obviously i'm gonna see the big most important stuff 
but unfortunately i still haven't seen john wick was it four yeah four um still haven't seen that i haven't seen anything and i and going into this weekend i was looking at everything coming out i was like okay so this is gonna be my break this week and then next week i'm gonna be in that bish for Evil dead rise of course i cannot wait for that i'm so excited yeah i've heard great things i'm gonna watch the 2013 remake sometime this weekend oh my god i am too yeah i'm geeked I'm pumped. So I love that remake too. I love it. Came out with Cabin in the Woods too. I think Cabin in the Woods was like 2011. I think uh, was it? No, Cabin in the Woods was definitely later than that. Yeah. So the, no, that's when like 2011. Oh my god. Oh, it is. Yeah. And um, I kind of want to rewatch that too. I'm in the mood. I'm gonna watch that, and I'm gonna watch Evil Dead because it, it feels like the same thing, but like not really. Does that make sense? <laughs> It's like they're very different movies. (laughs) They're very different movies, but it's based. It's like it starts off the same way, kind of where it's like the woods. It's like friends in a cabin in the woods. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then of course it goes freaking wonky. Yeah, one is like government. (laughs) Like it it takes like an existential route, and then the other like just goes batshit insane. Like Mm -hmm. people from hell. Yeah. Yo, and why you why you gave Unfriended Dark Web one star? What's the Because it is. What is we Don't doing here? Me off. <laughs> every time, so every time I think like you've you've you know you've you've changed your ways, you just drop this bullshit on me. You like Unfriended Dark Web? It's fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I have a good, I have a good time watching it. <laughs> Whatever you say. Now, I'm really biased with horror movies, Hannah. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm really oh, biased. Yeah. At least I can be honest, though. I'm really biased with horror movies. You're a little biased with like movies of people, the people that are in it that you really love. Like if Am Ben I? Schwartz, Ben Schwartz can drop the most piece of shit movie tomorrow, and you'll be like, <laughs> mm, no, 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 look through like his movies on my letterbox. I have not been nice to them. <laughs> Or like you'll sacrifice something like you when you went and watched Triple Frontier for Pedro. Oh yeah, and, I've yeah. seen Triple Frontier a lot. <laughs> You're right. So it's like you know, I but don't I'm give that, them good ratings. That's fair. Triple Frontier that's fair. like a cool two and a half. That's fair. On my <laughs> that's fair. I'm very like unless you you gotta be like the, the like most dirt worst movie for me to be like all right one star. You know, like you gotta be like. <laughs> fucking dash cam from last oh my god that was terrible you gotta be like that for me to be like mm, one star you know but, what though i what? i uh whenever i look through your letterbox me myself i think that i'm why are you like, nosy really, what you're spying for because i like to look god damn uh, <laughs> why are you getting offended you looking at my shit talking about god damn what you mean um i i think that i'm really lenient with my letterbox ratings and i think sure. that i probably rate too high but then i look at your letterbox and then i hear you like talk about the movies that i see you rate and then, like you'll be like yeah it was like good and then i'll see like four and a half and i'm like what I, do yeah, you mean? I know I, un- I never know what to do with letterbox Letterbox is just, I'm not good with ratings. I've never been. When we first started this whole thing, that's why I completely took off ratings from movie reviews. I don't do it. I just say, did I like it? Did I not like it? Did you like it? Okay, that's it. But Letterbox is because I like I like what Letterbox is. Like I, I think it's cool to keep in tabs with what you've been watching. And then at the end of the year, go back and see 
while you watched, right? That stuff is yeah. pretty cool to me. So I never know. Because like right, right now, I'm looking right now, too. Dungeons and Dragons is not a four-star movie. <laughs> but I have it at four stars. And it's not. I think Super Mario Bros. is three and a half. That's fair. I don't know. You tripping. I don't know what you're talking about. You tripping. Oh, it's kind of boring. I was kind of bored. <sighs> you tripping, Hannah. It was like, <laughs> it was fun, but the was story fun. wasn't, the story wasn't all that engaging. And I like, I know it's a fucking Mario movie. I know that. And that's like what's been the defense online. It's what did you expect? It's a kid's movie. And I'm like, okay, but because Jamie literally said that on the way home. Because I was like, um, yeah, I was kind of bored. And she goes, me too. And then she goes, but it's a kid's movie. And I go, okay, but if we say that, then we got to hold something like Spider-Verse to the same, you know. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I never really understood that argument. Because that argument's kind of silly. Because, like, so is Toy Story. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, my thing of it is that I think it's because it was one of them things that I knew what to expect. And I just wasn't expecting anything groundbreaking. I was expecting a lot of fun. That's what I mean, it was. I wasn't I either, but like that's like that's why I brought up Spider Verse. When I went into Spider Verse, I didn't have like super high expectations either. I, was I know, like, but like, yo, Mario is not what even. What the fuck is close. this? But I can admit that Mario is not even close to like the atmosphere of Spider Verse. That's what I mean. By you know like, what I mean, but I but I can still have fun with it. it as like a kids movie, I guess. And yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> okay, but so is Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. I get what you're and saying. And that's like one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> I get what you're saying. So I like, I that's why it. I'm like, you, you have this like property, and like, that's why I keep comparing Spider Verse because Mario mm-hmm. is like a property, so is Spider Man. And they're trying to make like an animated franchise out of it. It's working. But, look at that. Look at them numbers. I know. I'm not, I'm not talking about box office. <laughs> um, <laughs> now. I just. I, I was hoping, and I, I wish that any other studio other than Illumination had the rights to this. I, hmm. I The movie looked beautiful. The animation yeah. is not the problem. It's just, it's very much like the Minions comedy, like, bare-bones story. There's nothing, mm-hmm. like, with real emotional weight. Yeah. I guess I just wasn't, I don't know, I... Going into a Mario movie, I'm just not expecting any of that. Just because, maybe because I'm a casual Mario Mario fan, so I just don't See, really care. Yeah, I just don't. I, I'm more. I don't know. I'm more of a Sonic guy. Yeah, you know I mean, okay. but uh, yeah, I just didn't really. Mind but even then, it. I'm like, I think the Sonic movies clear this. I I much prefer <clears throat> Sonic movies. I don't disagree. This. You know what I? You know why I have to give it. You know why I keep singing the movie's praise for the most part, like as far as Mario? Um, I'm just really happy that they didn't do the trope of Mario's in a live action world trying oh, to like okay. bum around with like, I don't know, name a white actor. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want I just I don't want that. So I'm just I was happy that it was a straight up animated movie. In a fictional you world, name a white actor, and neither of us could do it. I know I can't. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to. I didn't want to say James Marsden, but like, who else? he is like know. the live action, like Keanu actor. Reeves. I don't know. I feel like Keanu Reeves would like do something. Keanu like Reeves crazy. wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, think, like, so, I think they would have gotten Chris Pratt. Is Chris Pratt, Pratt yeah, not white. No, he's like he's like half. I think he's like half Asian too. Is he? 
Yeah. You didn't know that? Hannah, what's no, up? I thought Tiana was white. I thought he was like the white dude. <laughs> no, he's not. I think he's either half or all Asian. I don't. Let I think look. he's half. Though. Yeah, go ahead. Look at your quick, your quick, quicker with your phone. But yeah, so I was just happy that they didn't do that with Mario, where Mario's dropped into like a fix. He's dropped oh. into New York or he's whatever. He's Hawaiian and Chinese. Yeah. See, come on now. Damn. We make fun of our, our POC hero. Keanu I'm Reed. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Keanu. <laughs> Don't be doing that. You know what? He kind of falls into the same thing as like Barry Keoghan for me. Like, because Barry Keoghan also kind of looks maybe not white. Uh huh. And, and I, that's why, and he is just white. So that's why I thought Keanu Reeves is white. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So I, I was, uh, yeah. I, I guess that's just like, that was like a, that was a W for me, it being completely animated and different. And then another W for me was that, I don't know, I had fun. Chilling. <laughs> I had a good time. I think my theater was probably... You know what it is for you, man? You be in them whack-ass theaters, bro. That's what it I is. I had a bad man. theater experience for Mario. We got... The, it was so... Oh, yeah. It, like, wouldn't yeah. play. What the hell our is going on? screening was at 150, and then the, like, projector or whatever the fuck wasn't working, and it was, like, packed full of parents and kids, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. Yeah, the theater was full. Yeah, it was crowded. And so, um... We're sitting there and it's like 45 minutes after the like time that it was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. And like parents are getting up with their kids and leaving. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, damn. So now it's like half <laughs> half of the theater now is gone. And then they come in and they're like, okay, it's going to be another 15 minutes. And we're like, okay, goddamn. Uh, so we wait 15 minutes and they come back in and they're like, okay, we're just going to move you to another theater. So they moved us to another theater. And then, as soon as the movie starts, these kids next to us start screaming, I hate Bowser! Oh my god! Oh my god, it's Mario! <laughs> like, that kind of, like, thing, like, every time a character caught on screen. And, like, it was, like, it wasn't like they stopped, like, they just did it the entire time. Let and them so, have fun, Hannah. They girl, were I couldn't even, I couldn't even hear the goddamn movie. So that's I, what you, that's how you know you're in a bad theater, you know what I mean? Dolby, Dolby theaters, man, they block yeah. all that shit out. Because people were going crazy in Dolby, but they blocked all that shit out. You can't hear it. uh, I got up and I went to the the, like service desk and I was like, Hannah being a Karen. I wasn't wasn't complaining. I didn't complain. (laughs) I I said, do you guys have another showing? Like, when's your next showing? And they're like, at three o'clock. And I didn't say why. I literally just asked. And then they're like, you can go to the theater because it was at three o'clock and it was 2.57 when I asked. So they're like, oh, you can just, like, go to the theater. And so me and Jane went in there. And it was, like, two other people. And we're, like, sick. <laughs> I, I, uh, listen, everybody in my theater was having a good time. Everybody was vibing, you know? We was all vibing. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think too much of Mario. I just said, was it <laughs> I fun? don't think too much of Mario. Yeah, it was fun. It was, ah, okay. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? That's it for me. But what else, Hannah? What else you been watching? You and I have been putting ourselves through the ringer. We have. Before that, though, I watched Strangers on a Train last night for the first time. Mm -hmm. I saw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's an old movie. God. It is really old. It's like 50, (sighs) I think 51. Yeah, I I don't go go past 70s, bro. I can't do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the only reason why I'm in seventies is because of Halloween. That's it. That's I real. I can't go past no seventy. You talking about nineteen fifty? What now? Jesus. <laughs> I've seen Christ. a lot of older movies. Was there noise? Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn. It was. I loved it. A lot of people say it's really <laughs> stupid. Yeah. It is really stupid, but I think the movie knows it's really stupid. Anyway, I think it's like probably one of the better Hitchcock movies I've seen. Not mm-hmm. that I'm saying that like Hitchcock movies are bad. That's not what I'm saying. I, that's mm-hmm. what it made it sound like just now. Um, <laughs> but it's like probably top three for me. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. That's good. And uh, you've been watching a lot of Star Wars too. What the fuck? I don't know. I just, I got a niche. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was because people were posting about the last jedi it was star star wars celebration people mm. were posting about the last jedi and then it was like kind of confirmed that ryan's trilogy is dead mm. and i was like well damn i really love the last jedi and so i rewatched <laughs> the entire sequel trilogy uh i've been meaning to actually do it that myself but i don't know if i can get back into tros Ooh. Uh, yeah i was oh, just terrible dude i watched it one time it's terrible dude i i think the force awakens is great i really love the force i I love it i think it i know a lot of people um, don't but i love it you know what i love about it that i feel like a lot of movies nowadays don't have and this is kind of what i hope they do with that superman movie there's a lot of like brightness and wonder with the force awakens we're like it's just oh yeah even even though there's a villain here who's causing chaos there's just so much it's like a I don't know. I don't want to be like too corny, but like it's so magical and just like it a, yeah. it's just a fun. I just remember going to the theater and watching that in IMAX, and it was just like it was just a lot of fun. It, it kind of reminds me of like the first Avengers movie, where it's just oh, like yeah. a bombastic good time. And I know people who didn't like it, are like, ooh, 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 but I I, it's, I it's love new hope. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't either. Don't yeah, I really don't. I have a good when time I, with Force Awakens. When I watch Star Wars, I'm not looking for like super complicated plots. I, I, I they've agree. just never been that, so I don't care that it's just a New Hope, but with different. Yeah, characters. I really, I completely agree. I remember my theater loving Force Awakens. I love Force Awakens. You know, um, it's a little jarring going from that to the Last Jedi. It's the because <laughs> the Last Jedi is like this fucking complex, like. I don't know, uh, thought piece. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like the, the, the Force Awakens. Watching <laughs> the sequel trilogy back to back to back is literally the funniest thing I've ever oh, done. Oh, it's hilarious. It's um, just like. Because it literally is like J.J. Abrams being like, okay, I got my own Star Wars trilogy. Here's how I'm going to set it up, and here's what we're doing, right? And right. you're like, great, thank you. By It'll the way, like, it, it, it's kind of like if you say it in horror terms, right? It'd be like going from Scream. To like midsummer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just like Scream well, is a fun slasher. Yeah, it's very easy to watch. Okay, you know, then you go into like midsummer and all this religious shit and fucking brightness and something. Yeah, and then I don't know, and then the and then the um the rise of Skywalker is like what, fuck, Texas Countdown. Chainsaw 2013. <laughs> <laughs> what? With Trey songs. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh terrible. my god. Um by the way, Rise uh not Rise, uh Force Awakens, one of my favorite endings like ever. It's so good. Same, agreed. agreed. Um but yeah, it's like JJ Abrams setting up whatever he, whatever he wants to do, and you're like, cool, sick. And then Ryan Johnson comes in and is like, mm, I don't like what you did. <laughs> so we're gonna <laughs> pretend that 
you didn't do it and I'm just gonna do what I want to do and you're like okay and I really love what Ryan John is my favorite of the trilogy and then then J.J. Abrams comes back in and says well first of all J.J. Abrams wasn't even supposed to do Rise of Skywalker it was supposed to be uh, Colin Trevorrow and like he wrote his script and Mm -hmm. was about to do it and then they're like "Mm, no just kidding Um, yeah they were they were very nobody really everyone shits on Warner Brothers 2016 2017 Man. for being extremely Lucas reactive. Crazy. Lucasfilm was nuts with that bullshit, man. And I just don't know why. Well, even Going, before that, remember, yeah. even before that with fucking Lorna Miller. Yeah, they like brought him in yeah. to do solo, and then they filmed like half of the fucking movie, and they're like, mm, no, it's, you're making it a comedy. No, bye, and fired them. That's crazy. I, I, that's, and then they made nuts. a comedy. What the fuck <laughs> do you mean? The movie that you ended up releasing was a comedy. It's fucking oh nuts, God. dude. And I um, I don't know why they. It's so baffling to me because they're in the same studio as like MCU, and you could watch them kind of have a plan, at least for the first like couple of phases. They're having a plan. And they're sticking to it. Yeah, there's a director for each. There's a new director for each movie, but they're sticking to the plan. And even with before Joss Whedon got like sick of everything, they it looks like he was going to be the person to do the Avengers movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And once he got out of it, they got they went and got the Russos, and then they became the people to do the Avengers movies. But it's like there was still a plan. It's like, I don't know what you were thinking by giving one director a movie and then giving another one free range to do a. Di- it doesn't even make any sense to me. Like, there was no plan. And yeah. I, that's my biggest thing with Lucasfilm. It's like, it's kind of crazy. And they're kind of paying for it to this day because we're just sitting here in, with limbo. Like, in limbo. Mandalorian is not doing great numbers and the movies are just never coming out and they keep announcing stuff each year that never comes. And I don't know. It's a mess over there, bro. But, like half of the things that they announced like last year or two years ago has been like shelved since. So that's why that's why everybody who got mad at those react as those announcements next year. Can you guys wait till they happen? <laughs> or like wait to, <laughs> until they're like in production and like people are filming? Yeah. Like you know, I won't move until they have somebody has a camera. You know, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'll like. Okay, I'll react to the news. But no, I'm not like, oh, God, I can't believe they're doing this movie. Because I don't believe they're coming until, like, we uh, see the marquee or something on the, the damn thing. The two, like, big ones was the Kevin Feige one and Rogue Squadron. And they've both mm-hmm. been shown. They're both gone. And the Ryan yeah. Johnson trilogy the Ryan gone. Tri- Johnson trilogy is apparently, like, dead. Mm-hmm. And then so. Taika, I, they keep saying it's happening. It's but... coming, but, like, <laughs> when? <laughs> Where at? Where is it at? So... I don't know. Um, let's get into some. Let's get into some questions. We have a full bin here. Let's kind of see what you guys want us to talk about right here. This person here says, "Come on, come on now." Email this person here says, "I'm scrolling. I don't want to do Jonathan Major stuff." What are we doing? This person here says, what was the big thing from the Warner Brothers press event that stuck out to you? Um, The Penguin stuff looks great. It's only a little bit, though. But the Penguin stuff looks great. We got to talk about that, too, though, by the way. 
But um, yeah, the Penguin stuff, that Harry Potter thing is about to be a disaster. Oof. Oh my god, I. <laughs> Oof. I just I really can't see this working in the because they're saying that they're gonna do it like eight seasons and they're gonna have like the kids grow up like with the seasons like they did with the movies and like mm-hmm. back th- it was a different time back then yeah I I really just realistically can't see you them finding a a cast that is gonna stay on to this project for as long as the movies took eight seasons I really yeah. just can't. Yeah. And like have them stay the entire mm-hmm. time. I, I, even with Harry Potter, you, there's a there's a small amount of recasts that happen throughout the movies. Oh and yeah, yeah, like with um, Dumbledore like, and stuff. Yeah, and that was because uh, the previous actor died. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he left. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I don't know. I to, to me right now, I really and also, why are you announcing it with the John Williams score and like the production? That is like the weirdest the thing I think I've ever seen of the films. Like you're that saying the, it needs a reboot, but you're using you know what made the the franchise iconic. That got to be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Was, I think Chris put it on Twitter. He was like, "That's if for the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movie, if they use the music." Use this, use the score and everything. Use the same font, same poster, yeah. but it's Andrew Garfield now, and it's a reboot. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that doesn't make any sense. I, I, I saw that, and I was like, oh man, it's like I feel like lately all we've just been seeing is just studios just not know what to do with certain IP. They just. So we got Star Wars in shambles right now. We got the Harry Potter stuff in shambles. And they were really, they were being really sketchy about the whole JK Rowling stuff. They wouldn't say anything yep. during that call. Nothing. So oof, But she's I don't know. still an executive producer. Yep. Yep. She's I gonna just... have I mean, she has to be because her the, the the difference between Hogwarts legacy, it was like J obviously she's getting a check because this is like her you know, her world, her lore, but they're not using any of her characters or anything like that. They're like, there's no Harry Potter in that game. There's no Dumbledore. There's no, there's nothing like that in the game. Right. So they were clear to not have her be a part of the creative process or be, a, or be a producer. This show, if you want to do Harry Potter, you have to, it has to go through her. And, uh, that's what they're doing. And they're not saying anything about it. They're being extremely vague, about what's gonna happen and and what really sucks is that something like this is gonna be on the same platform as House of Dragon and The Last of Us when mm-hmm. those two shows are like non-binary, non-binary leads mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm like you're housing this like euphoria transphobe yeah mm-hmm. euphoria um you're housing this like very open transphobe while your biggest shows right now. The the actual shows that are putting money in your pocket to make this hot Harry Potter show mm-hmm. um would be nothing without your non-binary leads. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. And it's nuts. Absolutely fucking nuts. Um This person here says What do you think about the new name for HBO Max? Oh, it's Max fucking ridiculous. So stupid. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude, do you know? Did you see the, the little graphic they put up? Yeah. It says, Max, where to go for HBO? <laughs> yeah. So, 
So like, why not just call it HBO Max then and keep the name? Like, the idea that you're going to get more for namesake with the word Max. What does Max mean? That means nothing to anybody. Yeah. Like, what does Max mean? At least HBO, you have, oh, okay, so it's HBO. I mean, even that, I I still really call it HBO. I don't, I rarely say HBO Max. I'm, re- I'm usually just like, yeah, HBO. Sure. And then it's like. Because that's what I have it for. Somebody was just like, imagine Disney Plus dropping Disney and calling it Plus. <laughs> <laughs> plus, where you go for Disney. What? what does, that doesn't make any sense. That is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. So they're calling it Max. It's the new era, blah, 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 blah. It's the merger of like Discovery Plus and HBO and it's all that Who the stuff. fuck is going <laughs> to. Okay. Who the fuck is going to sign up? to max for discovery stuff fucking nobody people are signing up for the service to watch like the last of us uh yeah it was barry whatever you know barry like that kind of thing i i rarely even watch movies on hbo max Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what i subscribe to hbo max for is the hbo shows that i'm watching like i just resubscribed for succession (sighs) Mm -hmm. it was better you were better off just keeping them separate and because like Dana loves Discovery, but like she's now gonna be like, where the fuck do I go to watch Discovery now? <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, you gotta go to Max. She's gonna be like, what <laughs> the fuck is Max? And then it's just it's really idiotic. So I think they should have just kept it separate. You can still like I feel like a lot of studios they feel like they have to announce they have to change something drastic to uh, to usher in a new era when yeah. you don't. Just like okay, you came out, the big press event, talk about all your new shows coming out and all that stuff. I don't know. You can even say the new HBO Max and la, la, la. We're going to have this and that. But like Max, whatever, dude. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so me, it was that Penguin thing. The Penguin thing looks great. Did you see that? I did see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really just excited that uh, Matt Reeves is being able to have his Reeves verse and not in an expanded universe. Does that make any sense? No, I I completely agree. I'm so I mean, glad. Even then, the trailer is like the Batman saga. I oh, love that. Hey, I listen, much prefer man, man. the Batman saga to the DCU or whatever the fuck it's called now. I don't want to get explicit, man. But when I saw that came on screen, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, man. I like the way that sounds. Then it was like, what the next chapter? In yeah, the, the next chapter. The, the Batman, Batman saga. saga. I was so like, exciting. let's get it. Yeah, let's get it, man. I don't need it to. I don't need Wonder Woman and Shazam and Superman to roll up in here. I don't want any and of this that is all I Batman. need. Like- and I'm glad that they realize that Batman has so much lore mm-hmm. where he could just have his own separate thing going on. You have the Bat Family. You have the the countless number of villains. The countless number of just. Not even villains or heroes like Jim Gordon, you know, Oracle, anything. Like, there's a bunch of lore in Batman's world. And I just love the fact that they realize it just would not work with, like, you know, Robert Pattinson next to Shazam in, like, Justice League. (laughs) I just, you know, so I'm geeked. I'm happy about it. I hope it, it could continue to be a huge success. I hope the show does really well. Um, they're not gonna fucking release the show on a Wednesday. 
at 3 a.m. They're going to release it like on a Sunday or like a, you know what I mean? Or like a Friday. Actually, I will say it will probably be the Disney Plus format because it's an HBO Max show. Don't do this. Um, Please don't do this. They do release on like midnights on whatever day that they choose. And usually it's like a Thursday. Don't do this. I'm sorry. I think it's really (laughs) dumb. I think this. I think it's really dumb to do that. I think we got to get out of the damn pandemic and get back to these weekly eight o'clock droppings of shows. But like, I think that's why Mandalorian is doing terrible. Probably. I because mean, because yeah. what the hell are we doing? Like, that's, yeah, everybody was HBO, home. Actual HBO. Um, That's what they do. The I mean, obviously, because it's cable. Um, yeah, not cable. It's premium cable, but no, sure, um, no, you're right. Yeah, it, it drops on 8 p.m. on Sundays, and everyone loves it. And they and they do like it do. It, it's not it like they're doing the same numbers. numbers. They do gang, but like I think Succession did like 2.4. Succession that is crazy is is doing like half of what like the first episode of The Last was did. That's crazy. Yeah, I knew you was gonna go there. Hold up. Well, I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> Like that's like their most, you know, it's their biggest show right now is The Last mm-hmm. of Us, and Succession is doing half of what the pilot of that did. And six, I'm not trying to like downplay Succession because no, Succession is like wildly popular, but it's just like S- Succession is Succession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Last no. of Us is like their big blockbuster thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 100. percent So, um, I just think we got to get out of the pandemic and go back to that because like everybody was home during the pandemic so yeah sure if you want to do like these random drops in the middle of the night and then everyone watches it that next day throughout the day that's cool but it's like now everyone's working everyone's doing something else and it's like who's who's staying up at three in the morning if you don't if you're jobless sure (laughs) but who's staying up at three in the morning to watch mandalorian right now so i think we gotta get out of that shit and mandalorian it's not like event tv anymore not anymore at least and that sucks and that's the thing is, like, with the last of us um airing i think that kind of brought back event television a bit i agree um, i actually really agree with that that yeah. and um and um house of the dragon i know you didn't house watch dragon it, i know I, I just wasn't there for that so i can't yeah yeah that. no because I, I wasn't um, either i tried to be and i was like nah yeah, <laughs> I know that was really big, but I just I can't speak on the experience of like waiting week to week like I can with the last of us. Mm-hmm. But it was absolutely event television, and I think that the Disney Plus shows have really tried to implement that, and it's just never really. I think WandaVision is definitely it. It was absolutely event television, um, but then it just kind of like dwindled out. Uh, I don't think that even I, Loki's my favorite and I even then I don't think that was like event television. I was excited really excited waiting week to week. Mm-hmm. But the thing on Twitter never really matched what they Wanda tried was it too after The Last of Us. After WandaVision, um they tried to get it back to like these remember like because even the show started to become very formulaic mm-hmm. in the way they were they were paced and then like the finale would come remember like before hawkeye's finale it was like look at the phone dude it's kingpin and you know they started they they really tried to get back what wandavision had and but wandavision was like a it was like i I don't want to say once in a lifetime kind of thing it was the first mcu move like thing 
out, you know, after 20, after 20, was that 20, was WandaVision 2021 or 2020? It was 2020, I think. It's 2021. It was after it was after the the COVID stuff, the, the okay. big year of the COVID. So it was the beginning of 2021, and they had the break of 2020, like nothing in between, like nothing in that year. So it was that kind of hype. It was the hype of it starting off really intriguing with the mystery and stuff, and then week by week with the oh, is it Mephisto? Is it is it Magneto? Is it the, you know what I mean? Is it all whatever? It turned into all of that. And I think that was probably their most highest week by week gain of a show. And I think they try to replicate that uh, each each show. And it just didn't it just didn't really con- it didn't really get there. Because well, like, the thing is, it's like with WandaVision, I think I, I don't want to keep bringing up The Last of Us, but I do think it's like very comparable to The Last of Us run. Um, because usually with TV shows, what happens is that your pilot is uh, your pilot and the following episodes after that is the highest that your views are ever going to be. And then it'll dwindle out from there. Not like a yeah, super, like, exactly. big drop yeah. or anything, but it's not it's not going to keep getting higher every week. The thing with WandaVision is that it absolutely did that. WandaVision gathered, like, word of mouth, the theories, like, all of that. It garnered such a huge audience, and every week, the audience, like, was bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And with The mm-hmm. Last of Us, uh, that's what happened, too. And a lot of us were surprised when it happened, because usually, I mean, with even with House of Dragon, uh, it wasn't, like, a bigger and bigger and bigger. No, it just kind of, the first few episodes were huge, and it stayed stagnant with the that views right mm-hmm. last of us it started with four and it ended with like what nine that's crazy oh yeah um, the finale was like nine or eight and then the finale yeah. went up against the oscars too yeah um so with <laughs> with the other tv shows and with mandalorian now mm-hmm. it's just kind of been like even the premiere numbers aren't doing great no they're not even like and it's been it's been a it's been a problem at the, that they really should look at because i mean you think secret of the nation is going to start off with three million it's not no it's not it's so you're, you're putting it on a wednesday it'll garner like the first wave of the first wave of popularity will come after the first reactions. Yo, I saw Secret Invasion. It was the most, one of the most like incredible spy thrillers <laughs> the MCU has ever seen. That's going to be like 10,000 tweets of that. And that's going to go on for like a week. And then we're going to get into the premiere. And then people going to argue about the premiere. And then it's going to dwindle. Because that's what happened to every MCU show after like, falcon and winter soldier and i don't know i would say low-key like it's just it's just been that way where yeah. it's like I don't think they've had a finale as exciting as loki uh since loki and i think even with that finale i remember i was waiting for a lot more people to talk about it and it just kind of seemed like i know twitter is only one like social platform mm-hmm. um but that's just the one that i engage with the most and usually with tv shows twitter is pretty on fire um and i remember watching loki go on twitter and it's kind of it, people were excited but it wasn't it wasn't like what it was when wandavision's finale was premiering. no no so, no not even no and i think it's yeah. been i think every single star wars and marvel yep it has been that way Sense. since since like 2021 like and hawkeye the only real like services who have had these blockbuster tv shows uh-huh. on until just recently i think the last of us um and H- and house of dragon are like the only blockbuster tv shows that have been on s- 
since that era of the MCU shows? I think if you, I think Warner Brothers should really shift what they do with Penguin. And I wish it was an HBO show. I, I think they HBO really now. should switch and make it because I think the reason why The Last of Us became such a phenomenon it it it, it was is because the way they marketed that thing yeah. oh was my God. incredible. <laughs> like I I don't think I've ever seen marketing done like the way I Warner Brothers they were gonna way, guarantee this was a hit. When, I don't think when, they understood how big it would get, but like they were like for sure gonna be a hit. We're gonna we're try. Gonna That's what sure. I love about like listen Warner Brothers when they have something that they know is good when they have something they put they put their foots in that damn seasoning when it comes to marketing <laughs> because like the batman's marketing it yeah. was nuts you know what i mean like dc fandom 2 like fandom tomb right after the okay it's like the talk of fandom was the batman the first the first fandom was the batman ending off with that trailer off of 25% of filming, right? Crazy. Mm-hmm. One of the best trailers ever. Then Fandom 2, they had people wait and wait. And it was terrible. And they people were <laughs> waiting and waiting. And and the, the views did not drop because nobody didn't care about Cam Newton's hats. They didn't care about Fury <laughs> of the Gods. They only cared about one thing. And the, they ended off with, all right, okay, we know why you're here. Here's Matt Reeves on like a freaking sound stage, and it's all production heavy. And then they delivered another banger trailer. Remember that trailer? The fucking oh my god, the penguin and the the car. And okay, okay, so they ended off with that, and that was like four months away before it was out. You know, like that trailer, and then. Leading up to the movie, like they were just going gangbusters with the marketing, gangbusters with the promotion of the movie. And then it came out, it did really well. Then The Last of Us, they, I remember every TV reel of here's what's coming to HBO, they ended it off with like, and the new original. That even like the first thing that we ever saw of it, it was when HBO did their like sizzle reel or whatever. Yes, and they ended off with the last of us. Sure, that the last of us was the last one, and every it like it was because the sizzle reels like you know a whole bunch of fun stuff, whatever, and then like it's silent. It's silent, yeah, and it was like it goes from black, and then it comes in, and it's like hbo's original the last of us and, mm-hmm. and yeah it was, it was, it was goaded and they marketed that bad boy so now listen i know a lot of money goes into that i know you can't do it for every project <laughs> but i think if you want to put your foot down as far as comic book media right now and you want to say something and just like be like well, this is what we got you guys are dropping your shit off at 3 a.m in the morning with barely no marketing treat it at all. Like premium television. Treat it like, pre- like, it like premium television. I think if you want to come out the gates with the penguin, I think you should treat it like premium television. I don't I don't think you should put the same marketing you did as The Last of Us, but a little bit more than what you would put out for like what? Sex lives of college girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a little more than that. And put it on a Sunday, market it like you do like succession, and let it do like three million or four million for the premiere or something and really put your foot down and make these mofos shake. <laughs> Fucking Marvel Roots Wednesday at 3 a.m. and in uh, midnight. And like, no, let yeah. these mofos shake. Because ever since WandaVision, 
what was the last like Marvel or Star Wars show that really just owned the conversation for a long period of time? None of them. None of and them. And it's like Obi-Wan and Boba Fett and Andor had so much praise, but like nobody was watching that Andor. Wasn't, yeah, I was going to say Andor is like, that was like the critical. That was darling. the critical darling, but like nobody was really watching it. And now Mandalorian season three should be way bigger than what it is. And it's just kind of here. And that's kind of crazy. And if you think Secret Invasion is going to change anything, it ain't. So, no. I don't know, bro. I mean, so. it's like, that's that's just what HBO, and I don't want to say HBO Max, HBO. What HBO does so well is taking these, like, I don't know, something like a Barry. I, no, I, just, right. thought, mm. I just thought it happened. With B- Barry Season 3's trailer, if you go look with the release of Barry Season 3's trailer... It hasn't even hit a million views, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry is very much like everyone's favorite underrated show, okay? Um, mm. But Barry season four, go look at the trailer, uh, the trailer numbers. It's like five point something million. They're really good at what like, they do. They, with this final season coming up, people finally got on the Barry train. And mm-hmm. HBO, they do that with like all of their fucking shows. Succession. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... I, I do think that there's been a really like big fan base for succession for a long time, but it's like always been like a Twitter fan base. The same mm-hmm. thing with like Barry. And now you just seen this weekend, um, when Connor's wedding released, everyone was like, dude, this is like one of the best fucking pieces of TV I've ever seen. It made me want to go like, okay, yeah. maybe I should well, maybe I should start that's I how saw I was. so many people yeah. say that they like are getting FOMO and they're gonna start succession mm-hmm. because people yep. couldn't like be there for that episode. Yep. And that's what I mean by it's event television. You made mm-hmm. fucking succession an event TV show. That's mm-hmm. crazy. You're right. So with that being said, they took out the name HBO for their streaming service. Like, yeah. we just sung its praise of how good they do shit, and then they just took out the name HBO from their streaming service, and now it's going to be called Max. And now you have no legacy whatsoever in your streaming name. It's really weird, dude. It's really weird. It's like Peacock or something. <laughs> it's just really <laughs> fucking weird, dude. Because Peacock is what? That's, that's NBC shows? You would never know. Because yeah. it's called Peacock. That's what it's called. It's called that. It's 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 really weird, dude. So hopefully they change it because man, it doesn't make any sense one bit. But yeah, I completely agree. Let's end the show talking about this trailer for the Marvels and the reaction line. This person here says, Why do you think even after like four years, we're still getting this hatred for Captain Marvel and Brie Larson online? Dude, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. These people had, they had those thumbnails ready before the trailer came out. Oh, yeah. Before the trailer came out, I saw, like, Marvel delivers another woke disaster in the Marvel's trailer. And I was like, bro, I don't know, man. And it's, like, the one, one of the most disliked trailers, too. Did you see that? Yep. It's fucking nuts. But I like the trailer. I, I thought the trailer was actually a lot of fun. And I really like the trailer. And that's coming from someone who has been, ah, ah this yep. MCU dude. But like, <laughs> that trailer was a lot of fun. I like the, the concept is so fresh. And that's really rare when you come with the, uh, with like MCU. It's really rare yeah. when you're like, the concept of this is so fresh where they're switching places every time they use their powers. And they have a fight scene that 
that shows that so brilliantly. Like the fact that they're fighting Captain Marvel and uh and Monica and fucking Miss Marvel are just switching out each time they they like they like they like eat like project the blast or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I loved it. I thought the trailer was great. So I don't know. What do you think? What about you? We haven't got your trailer. We your your thoughts on thoughts on the trailer yet. I have been this movie's champion. I mean, I I love Captain Marvel. Uh I'm in the yeah. minority for sure. I mean I think audiences, uh, if we're talking like audiences, I'm not in the minority because that it made a fucking billion dollars. Um, but uh yeah, it's it's in my top five MCU movies. I love that movie to death. It's it's great. Uh and I know like even among the team, I'm like one of maybe like two people who feel that way. Uh <laughs> but yeah, so I've been really excited about this movie. We got a director change. Um I think that probably i was totally on board with the director change and mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of people i don't know why this hasn't really been talked about as much as i think it should be but um the movie not being captain marvel 2 and it being the marvels um i think it's really exciting even though i'm someone who loves carol and mm-hmm. i love captain marvel and i would have been just as excited with a captain marvel 2 um, I think it's even more exciting that we're getting the Marvels and we're getting this like because I I don't think there's any other MCU movie where it's led by a group of women and not just a woman because all we have is Captain Marvel and Black Widow and this is our first like girl gang movie and uh, obviously I love Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is one of my favorite movies of all time um, and that's a girl gang movie so I've been really really psyched about this and even like leading up to this I've really loved Monica in WandaVision. I think she's probably my favorite character in that show mm-hmm. and uh, I really loved Miss Marvel and I think everyone fell in love with Amon Vellani, uh watching that show so leading up to this, I've just been getting more and more excited, and the trailer didn't let me down at all. I feel like this is the first time in a while that a Marvel project has felt fun, like actual genuine fun. Um, and I um and I usually hate that argument when you talk about something Marvel because I feel like that's people's like that's people's out of like the, oh but it's fun and I'm like bro I didn't have fun, fun. watching Ant Man and the Wasp I'm sorry yeah it's empty fun. fun. You know, yeah, that's what agreed. I would say Mario is with me. I'm just trying to like explain. <laughs> that's what I think no. like Mario is with me right now. Um, but like Quantumania's you, you can I when I watched it, I will say I had a I didn't walk out like having a bad time, but it's like empty fun, you know? Yeah, it's empty fun, no substance. And, yeah. Uh, as long and, as they can do that with this one, as far as and make I'm not it, saying yeah. that like this has like some sort of like you know deep substance or anything like that that's not what i'm saying mm-hmm. um it, it's like genuine fun there's some you, there's a difference between something being genuine you know and i that's what i would explain like the guardians movies as this mm-hmm. is this feels very like guardians to me um or uh, you know what i said when i watched it initially it felt like 60s uh star trek uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- that's just and that's that's a sweet spot for me this is my kind of like if you know me this is very much what i fall into with i will ride so hard for this and i'm probably gonna love it to pieces so this was just super exciting to me and i'm super hyped for the movie. this is the most excited i've been for an mc movie in a long time i mean guardians 3 yes because we all mm-hmm. love the guardians but mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I'm super excited that they delayed it too because it gives it more time to cook. And there's visually some type of style here too, which I'm really happy about. You know, coming, you know, it coming from Nia DaCosta and you see the fight scenes look a, like just the camera work on them seem really, really good. So. Yeah, well, that's what um, I mean by it. Like, it feels like kind of 60s uh, Star Trek. Uh, yeah. Because with the sets and stuff, that's what I mean mm-hmm. by it feels 60s Star Trek. I mean, even that shot of them all together and it's just like this like black background. I'm like, it's not busy. It feels so like, I don't know. Although I feel like that's a trailer gag and there's something behind them for sure. I don't know. I feel like I it's, think I guarantee there's something. It feels in them. line with like the rest of the like stylistic mm-hmm. choices. And I, I'm not saying like it's gonna be like a oh, fucking all oh, go actors is behind them, dude. I'm yeah. just saying there's like a, there's there's something I feel behind them when they're doing that shot because mm, I don't know. I do like Captain Marvel's new suit. Although man, I'm getting tired of this, bruh. Can we stop? Can we? You know, uh, you know when I uh when I was little. It's probably so. This probably is because of children and children love new toys and new costumes to like wear on Halloween, whatever. But when I was little, one of my big complaints from Spider Man was like, "Oh man, you never get like a new Spider Man suit." You know, Uh-oh. each movie, it's like it's just the same one. But man, I will never complain about that ever again because, bro, I, th- I think the one time like Spider Man when they went to Andrew, they changed the suit. But I think that's because that first suit was terrible. And they were like, man, it's got a lot of backlash. Let's change the fucking suit. And they made it was like one of the greatest Spider-Man. I think that's my favorite Spider-Man suit is Andrew Garfield Spider-Man 2 suit. I love it so much. The big eyes, it just it works for me. So nowadays, it's like the heroes, they have a they must have a new suit. Every shot, every scene, every everything. They must have a new suit. Cap Miss Marvel's suit was so simplistic in that show. And I'm they put so a new mad. one on her. And yeah. I was like, I know Monica Rambo. they had the, you know, she didn't have a suit in WandaVision. So they, you know, they gave her one here. I, didn't, I don't have a problem with that. But then when I saw the Miss Marvel suit, I'm like, oh, all right, bro. So we're giving her a new suit for no reason. Okay, cool. Um, and it's like Spider-Man 2, No Way Home. He had like 15 suits in that movie. I was like, bro, can we, <laughs> can we please? You just brought this black and red suit. Like you just made this the last movie and he's already changed this to some this big ass gold spider or whatever, whatever. I get it. I get it. It's for the Funkos. It's for the toys and the, I get it. But God damn it. That Captain Marvel suit at the end of Miss Marvel. What? I love that suit. That's like one of my favorite looks of her. And that, that is going away. My favorite that she's. I love that suit. I love her hair and the hair, the cut off sleeves. I was like, man, I'm geeked. And it's gone. Captain Marvel has been like the biggest, I think, uh, look crisis in the MCU. <laughs> Look, because they just they just don't know what they want to do with her. Every appearance that she's had, she's looked completely different. It's not even like suit changes. It's her entire. It's her hair. Hair. It's every, I they think don't that, I, I don't understand. Makeup. They don't know what to do with her hair. They don't know what to do with the suit. And I don't understand because Brie Larson is a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. So like, what is going on? Because every it's like they've been actively trying to make her look bad. Let me tell every you appearance. One, hold up that one shot though. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> no. I'm not talking about the Marvels. I think in Captain Marvel and the Marvels, she looks great. Uh, I think the Marvels, this is the best she's ever looked. Um, but Captain Marvel, she looked good. But then it's like we go to Endgame and you 
cut off they didn't her know hair. Because they gave Captain, her like the weird suit. I Captain Marvel in the comics, like she it goes from long hair, Captain Marvel, to short hair. And I think with Brie, they don't know what they want to do. And I think Endgame was like the biggest the biggest showcase of them not knowing what to do. And you know what I'm fucking mad about too? I love the Captain Marvel mask. The fact that it brings like her hair is long, but the yeah. mask makes it look like she has a mohawk. Oh, I think yeah. that's one of the most sickest superhero things. I mean, Marvel. Yeah, and it's so good. It's so cool. And then Endgame, it's gone. I was like, come the fuck on. But the trailer, uh, the trailer had it. And then they just said, "No, we're gonna get her out the mask." And I, they have an issue with masks. I keep, I know I go on my rants, and you kind of <laughs> just sit there and just let me go on my rants. I know I go on my rants with these masks, but I notice in this trailer, Miss Marvel doesn't have her mask anymore. They hate masks, and goddamn it, Matt Reeves, you are a blessing to us all because he was like, "Robert, you're gonna stay in this fucking mask, dude." <laughs> Yeah. And you're gonna stay in this mask for the whole movie man i don't care what you say we're gonna have you in like three scenes without it and that's about it because damn i was like i love that captain marvel mask and it's completely gone it's gone it's it's they're not bringing it back it's done it's gone and uh i completely agree with you man i love her look in miss marvel it, it, that suit is in the movie you know for a little bit but it's gonna be mm-hmm. gone like well, the third you act. know what? It was actually in a lot of the trailer, and I was surprised how long she was wearing it. I I think that's like the first half of the movie. That's why. Which I'm fine with. I'm mm-hmm. fine with it being like the first half of the movie, and then for like the third act, we get a new suit. That's fine with me. It's just I don't. I hate it. I hate it. And you just brought up No Way Home when we're like switching <laughs> outfits like every fucking the fuck are we doing, bro? Why? <laughs> and then you have the other Spider-Man with one outfit, and like it's fun, it's awesome, it's cool. I think, I oh man, they it's like it's it's like I told you. I think Feige got an ego, bro, because I know he was like, man, I ain't gonna have you, my Spider-Man, with the regular old blue and red suit next to these other Spider-Man. He's the Spider-Man, so you got to put a gold spider on him. <laughs> I know that's what he'd be thinking. I know it. And fuck, man, I was like. You missed the opportunity to have them all in. I, I, but I, I get what they did for No Way Home because at the ending it was like that was his. You know, he saw the other two with blue yeah. and red, so I'm gonna wear blue and red. You know, for my Spider-Man stuff, I, cool. But like, man, I wanted him. I wanted him with his black and red suit at the end of that movie. But it's not a big deal. It's like it's super small. It's a it's a complete nitpick for me. I get it. This is the thing. It's I said this for a while, and this is always yeah. my argument whenever we get into it with suits. It, they mm-hmm. don't change anything about the movie. It, they don't. They don't. You're right. They don't. Mm-hmm. They they change like literally nothing about the movie. Um, it's just with people who you know like the comic books and stuff like that. Um, and mm-hmm. know these character. We just I I I have a better understanding now. Uh, ever since with like the last of us coming oh, out oh a word um, oh, you see you see like, hannah this is growth you know what i mean because i never had like source <laughs> material that i've loved before this is, this is what we call something. growth this is growth okay. so now i kind of get it mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> so, this is growth i like this i i i'm more willing to hear you out on suits and stuff. like imagine like a mat okay so like you know how we were a little we were a little but butthurt about the no arrow the no bow and yeah. arrow right we were a little mad about that now imagine in part two 
Abby is wearing some fucking circus clown shirt outfit. You know what I mean? You'd be like, what is she wearing? You'd be yeah. like, what is that? Where's her fucking tank? <laughs> like, you'd be so, you'd be so caught off guard or Ellie, you know how she has you know, the, you know how it, Ellie has like the, the, the blue little jacket, like, what is it? Like a little shirt over yeah, like a. Important to me. I was gonna say if she has like if she doesn't have like her tattoo or if like Abby doesn't like have her braid like stuff that like wouldn't change. Abby's with a bob out here, and, you know. Bob, so fucking funny. But yeah, I get you. yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like those kind of things where I'd be like, "That's really weird." <laughs> yeah, and it's like so. I get it. I at the end of Endgame, I was like, man, I, I just think that Cap is, is such a missed opportunity because that Captain Marvel mask going up against Thanos when she was fighting Thanos, like it just would have looked so. And Brie Larson's gorgeous, so of course I get it, but it's like you want to show the actor's face. I gotcha, but God damn it, man, damn it! <laughs> Sometimes they look so. I just I I I don't. I think Monica Rambo has a mask in the comics, like one of those ones, like Miss Marvel, I think. Oh. Um. It depends who we're going to be calling Monica. Yeah, Photon, Photon or Blue. Or... People were saying Blue Marvel. They're going to do like a little switch or something like that. That's fine. But like, um, yeah. So we'll probably, we're on a whole tirade on costumes and outfits to end the show. But whatever. That's what we do, I guess. Um, all right. Let's get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. And I want you to let everyone know when they can follow you. You can follow me, Eric Tatana, on Twitter. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter as well, at Cinematic94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Cinemania World. And that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.